Hello everyone, welcome back to my YouTube channel. Before we continue with the second part of this particular episode, I would like to let you guys know for a little something. The album that Angela and I are actually talking about in the first part of the episode is actually out. That album actually dropped on the 2nd of August 2020 and it's an absolute banger. The album title is Vision and it has 11 tracks on it. It's a completely instrumental album, like Angela had said. And my personal favorite track on the album is the song Spectre. Spectre actually has a music video to it, which is pretty cool. So I will leave a link in the description below to Spotify, YouTube music, and a link to the YouTube video of the song Spectre. I heavily, heavily recommend you guys to go check it out. And let me know what you think about the album after you've listened to it. That's all I have to say. Let's get back into the episode. I love that. <clears throat> I love that. You, you actually mentioned, just mentioned, um, that you're a jazz performer, which takes me to the next question is that, I mean, jazz has influenced musical history, uh, greatly, you know, if you could like go back in time and spend, um, 24 hours with just one, um, jazz musician, who would that be and why? Hmm. It's a really good question. I would say, and I don't mean to sound cliche at all, okay. but I personally think it would be like a fine line between like, I don't know if you know Charlie Parker. I've heard. Okay. So Charlie Parker, yeah, he was an alto saxophone player uh, as I am, as, as am I, sorry. Um, and he, uh, he, he kind of introduced bebop to the whole world. Um, so like Yardbird Suite or like, um, what's it called? Uh, is it Confirmation? Yeah, Confirmation. Um, and s songs that are just, you know, he, he was just an absolute monster at what he did. Yeah. Um, and how he expressed himself, it was so punctual, it was so clear, but it was also so like fascinating. So mm -hmm. just to get a conversation with him, even if it just be a coffee, you know, because, <laughs> well, the guy, the guy passed away at about 33, 34, right? Wow. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, I, I don't want to see musicians, but like sometimes like there's, there's points where musicians kind of go into this phase of addiction and, uh, other sources of, you know, uh, drug, drug induced, uh, you know what I mean? I don't want to. I get what you mean. You know, I get what you I mean. I don't want to. Yeah. You know, I don't want to be too like vulgar with the with the reality sometimes, but yeah. it ends up being that way sometimes. Um, you know, like, uh, but yeah, he he was a phenomenal musician, and only at the age of thirty three, he'd accomplished so much. Like, so I, much. Oh my gosh! Like he was going <laughs> bar to bar. Like everyone knew him. Like wow. he was he was the most fascinating character at the time. You know, like. Uh, other than his addictions, he was like 
outstanding. And imagine what he could have been without his addiction. Because without it, well, because he started from a very tender age. I don't exactly know what t- what year, but he started mm-hmm. very young, I, from what I remember. And he he it just kind of took him rather than the music took him. Uh, if if you know what I mean, like it it was more so of like a yeah. It was just, it was more of the addiction taking over rather than me. Wow. Uh, mm. But if I were to talk to anyone, I would say him for sure. Just because of how fascinating of a character he was. Because he was a, like, it wasn't like he was a small guy, right? Because the yeah. alto, the alto is a very small instrument compared to, like, um, uh, I wish I had it in front of me. Uh, <laughs> sorry. Uh, the, alto, okay. the alto is a very, 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 like, I would say it's a pretty small. It's one of the smallest uh, saxophones. This, the smallest is the soprano, the one Kenny G plays. I don't know if you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, alto is also pretty small. It's not too big, uh, and I have pretty big hands too. Uh, you can't really tell, but like I have pretty big hands as well. But he, his hands were <laughs> double mine. And, and, He's playing the small instrument. Well, it's crazy because when you see his, his hands go, you can barely see the move. And, <laughs> To be able so to, and to be able to have that much of an accuracy without just do, like, you know what I mean? Like that's all you yeah. would see. That's as much as you would see, <laughs> like at the most. That was funny. And to see him going like, and and doing all the wow. stuff like that, just out of nowhere, and like the solos would be like kind of thing, like and doing that while just seeing this, <laughs> like. That's, Crazy. that's kind of why that's I would like to talk to him. Uh, another mm-hmm. person I would say is uh, Paul Desmond. Uh, he was a... Mm-hmm. I don't know if you know. Do you know the, the song Take Five? Yes! Yeah, okay. <laughs> Crazy. Yeah. So, he, yeah. Yes. so actually, yeah. He, uh, he was actually uh, David Brubrecht's uh, saxophonist that he would always go to. Um, and uh, yeah, he's actually the, the that sound. The very airy, breathy, like yes, almost sounds yes. like you're in like a smokehouse room. You know what I mean? Yes, like, right? He's that guy. So to have because he, his sound was just so unique. Everyone was mm-hmm. in this like really prestigious way of just going and just going everywhere with it, uh, which is also cool. Yeah, yeah, but. He had this way with it that he was just so, like, he didn't have to say much for it to mean so much. You know what I mean? Wow. And he had this, it just, he had this such clear uniqueness because even though he was so smoky with his flavor, as far as his sound and everything and his tonality, it was also, like, so clear. You know what I mean? Wow. Like, he had yeah. this clarity to them. But also using what uh, with all the all the breathy and airy tones that he yeah. delivered. So, and to have a conversation with him because he was he was quite the intellectual. He was he was very much like he would inter- he actually interviewed Charlie Parker at one point. You know, really? I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you can even find it. Uh, I might send it to you later if you want. Uh, and it was it was just them discussing uh, uh, how Charlie Parker went about music and everything. But mm-hmm. no, like he. Uh, Paul Desmond was very much so an intellectual in his own right. Um, and just to be able to kind of pick his brain, really, because how he how he came up with the tone, how he came up with his phrasing, you know what I mean? Like everything in that in that sense, I would really like to just kind of, you know, have a conversation with him about 
everything and anything wow. music related. Wow, they sound like really phenomenal people, honestly speaking. Wow. Okay, so uh, here's the next question. Do you think that music has gotten better the more we technologically advanced or we're losing the quality and sound of music in history the more we start using technology? What's your thoughts? So, hmm, this is always a really tricky question because... Uh, yeah. Right? Um, but I would say... I don't. I, I would never say it's better. I would okay. say it is evolving the way it should yeah. have been evolving. Um, and that's completely in my opinion, uh, because mm-hmm. if you, it, it kind of, it's funny to say this, but a lot of new music is taking from old music. Yeah. Right. I've and, seen it. I've seen know, it. But the cool thing about it and the way, the reason, oh, sorry, give me a second. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. My, oh my gosh. Give me one second. <laughs> no problem. Sorry, my playing out of nowhere. No. Oh my goodness. Okay. Is that a song from the album? Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> it was just about to to leak the whole album. No, uh, uh, no, no, no. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But um, yeah, sorry, sorry. So uh, basically, better music? No, I would say it is clearly evolving because evolving. it's it's adapting to its atmosphere. Okay. See what I'm saying? Because in classical music or in like the very like monophonic music at the time it was like i don't know if you know monophonic music at all uh, no, no, mono- yeah monophonic music is the melody but only the melody nothing else okay so it's like very very like very diatonically in place i know that wasn't very diatonic that wasn't <laughs> that was more like this very like sounded like a horror film but what I'm trying to explain is like it was very much so like very I wouldn't say happy but very like very um, in a box okay. as far as melody but it was only the melody right and the reason that happened and it was just the same same like 10, 10 12 people singing the same thing the only reason that was the case was because they wanted because most of that time was cathedrals and everything as the performance base uh, places, mm. they were using the the natural reverb to allow that to soar through the actual cathedral, right? And the actual mm. church they were playing in. So that's why that was happening. Then when we, we get into the actual like Baroque era, it was, it was still like, you know, it was still, still very reserved, but it was starting mm-hmm. to get there as far as like melodic structures and 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 diatonic harmony uh then when we go into like you know i'm pushing past a little further but like when we get into like the romantic era where they're actually delivering more like everything's about dynamicism and like feeling as well as those dissonant and uh consonant kind of uh kind of notes kind of clashing together so coming apart it really, it really spoke to the the era, right? The romantic mm-hmm. era, right? It was very much so all about the feelings and emotions, right? Mm-hmm. So, right, and that you know, that's that's about. I don't want, I don't want to say the exact amount, amount of years, but it was quite a few years. Like it was like half. Um, is a millennium a thousand? 
I think so. I believe so. It was about that's about <laughs> that's about half a millennium, uh, I would say. Uh, maybe maybe more, maybe less. I don't know for sure. But it's quite some time to, you know, to have in that space in that five hundred years. Even though yeah. this Earth has been here for what apparently thirteen billion, right? Even more now. You know, in five hundred years, we went from something so. Um, monophonic and so just one uh, one melody in 500 years not even more to like having expression having dynamicism right mm. uh and playing with the atmosphere right and now going into the 21st uh, 20th century we're starting to actually contribute to different types of uh, different types of culture and different types of music that was actually mm. adapting to its uh to its place to where it was held you see what i'm saying yeah. everything's kind of uh what the reason music evolves the way it does is because of what that person or what that culture or what the uh, identity of the place of the city is dealing with at that time yeah right and because we have this internet now and so much access to all these different types of music it's evolving even faster because we have so much more accessibility you see what i'm saying like and so i would not say it's better i would just say it's evolving the way it kind of should be and obviously there always is some music that's more commoditized if you know what i mean like that's more like for the money like even 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 like even in the even in the even in the 18th 17th century like there was music like that. People just wrote music to get by. You know, that was always yeah. a thing, right? Um, and, you know, not saying that that's a bad thing. If you want to do that, go for it. That's your thing. Go but, for it. but there are people that actually are in the music to better the music. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And to better their understanding to give their, and I wouldn't say better the music, but better their way with music. You see yeah. what I'm saying? To, and. Yeah. People like Jacob Collier, I don't know if you know him at all, um, but uh, and people like uh, I don't know if you'll know him, but Yusuf Days, uh, he's a drummer, he's a beautiful musician, um, and even like Kamasi Washington, all these people, right? Like Thundercat, they they're using it because they have so much characterization in their music, like their their very their traits shine through like crazy. Um, but the, they, from what they've absorbed from the past and delivering right now in the present is, uh, is an evolution of what, you know, of what music should be going through. Right. Mm-hmm. And let that be through like uh dead mouse or anything. It doesn't matter. Uh-huh. But I, long story short, I think music is evolving the way it should be rather than becoming better. Okay. If that makes sense. It does make sense. It makes a lot of sense. <clears throat> and, I, and I agree with you, definitely. I would like to know, um, after this album, are you looking to dip your toes into any other projects? Should we expect another album? Tell us what your plans are. What are you, as an artist, uh, looking forward to in the future? Okay, yeah. So I would definitely say that absolutely i will be creating more music this is like not like a one-time off kind of thing um yes. i'm always looking to better myself after this album though i definitely am going to take like a decent a decent break 
I would say, uh-huh. just to clear my mind from everything. Um, only because I need, I have the, I have the, the capacity to do that as far as like, uh, financially and everything. Um, and what it does is it's going to give me a clear mind because I'm realizing because I'm collabing so much with people. Like I, I, I play with people almost internationally at this point and the amount of, the amount of textures and, uh, and, uh, and palettes that I'm, I'm getting to like actually utilize and stuff. It's, it's really, really bringing up what I want to do. And this album is, uh, as the first, I'll give you the first title just because, um, just because this means a lot more than just an intro. It's not called an intro. It's actually called the beginning. Wow. Right. Wow. So again, I'm a very nuanced guy. This is kind of how I am. I'm a deep. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, I'm a very deep, a much deep thinker. Obviously, I have funny traits to me. You know, I I swear, and sometimes, like everyone else, you know, I I'm here for a good time. You know, like as well as a long time. But <laughs> uh, but um, I like I'm a loving person. You know, and I try to give that off as much as I can. But. You know, yeah, as yeah. far as my music, I, yeah. I take it seriously, you know, like, it, yeah. and I try to really, like, deep yeah. dive into things, because, like, I love when things, even with, like, uh, certain types of, like, spoken word poetry kind of thing, or just, you know, anything like that, I like to, I like to speak ling- uh, linguistically through my instrument in the way yeah. people do, right, uh, yeah. with, with spoken word, and I really try to utilize that to my advantage, so that's why I have such such deep and nuanced thinking to my uh to to what i do um so to 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 not run off on a tangent uh yes music will come um when i do not know but i will be i'll be doing my thing on instagram all the time you know I, i this is always what i do uh, and I love to do it. I'm going to always do what I want to do rather than what yeah. society wants me to do. You know what I mean? I, 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 I'm in a, I don't give a kind of, kind of, uh, really trying to keep a PG. I'm sorry. Uh, thank you so much for that. Yeah. I'd rather, I'd rather just give that, that, that silence for a second rather than say it. So, um, thanks thank so much. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm hoping that was, <laughs> that wasn't too vulgar, but no, it's, no, it's fine. fine. It's, it's fine. fine. It's okay. But yeah, um, I'm really trying to be in that stature. I'm trying to care about myself and my, and my, and my being rather than yeah, yes. everyone else. So I will be putting out music and I'm really this year because last year it was all about just putting out a, a song a month kind of thing almost. Yeah. Um, now it's about collaborating. Now it's trying to incorporate different types of music. Let it be instruments. Let it be different genres. I'm just mm-hmm. trying to explore for the better of myself and my music. Yes. You know what I mean. So if that yeah. if that takes me to going and traveling when COVID is over, you know I'll do it as long as I'm going to figure out my way and my path the way I think is going to be more clear because. Mm-hmm. A lot of people look at 22 and say, wow, you only have a couple of years until you're married, you're et cetera. You know, you have a family of kids, you know, yeah. you're buying a house of your own, you know, uh, <laughs> tell me about it. Uh, <laughs> and, and, you know, and this has always been like kind of the, um, I want to say the, uh, 
the push from the older generation as well as yeah, yeah. like uh, the expectations of society. And I don't necessarily think that's something that has to, that needs to be pushed like that. Because I know people that are in their 30s and, you know, they're still trying to make their way through music and then they just break out at 32. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know what I mean? And then there's people mm-hmm. like, I don't know, like, and not saying I like or dislike her music, but like as an example, like Cardi B, right? She, yeah. She only got out there when, what, 28? Sure. You know what I mean? Like. I don't know if that's yeah. accurately correct, but I'm saying she was a little older in her age, more mature was, age. Yeah. I don't want to say older, but mature in her age. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's other musicians like I don't know. I don't know if you know Al Jarreau. Do you know him at all? I haven't heard of. Okay, well he 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 didn't come in. Like he he's been always doing music, but he was always doing music, but he didn't come out really until he was like in his 30s. You know what I mean? Wow. Like even Simon and Garfunkel. You know what I mean? Like. They were really mature in their age. Like, even Billy Joel, like, you know, even even Marvin Gaye, you know what I mean? Like, they were a lot more mature in their in their ages. Even, um, I don't know if you know him, but his name's Hank Crawford. Uh, um, uh, he's, a, he's an alto saxophonist. He actually, he actually, um, he's actually, a, <laughs> funny enough, about before with, um, uh, with, uh, with talking about the past and everything and evolving. He, his saxophone playing was actually used on a lot of Kanye West tracks and a lot of like, yeah, yeah. So actually, if you look up Hank Crawford Wildflower, you will know that sample. It's you. It's been used almost everywhere in old school hip hop. And uh, everyone knows it. Oh, like it's it's iconic, but it's oh, iconic. I know. yeah, yeah. It's Hank Crawford. So H A N K, and then yeah. Crawford is C R. A W F O R D and the song's called Wildflower. Yeah, and if you look that up, it's it's beautiful. It's such a great tune, but also like that that has evolved um uh from uh into new into I forgot what I was talking about. Uh but basically like what I what I'm trying to say is like music's always kind of taking from the past and etc and i'm mm-hmm. not just trying to take from the past i'm also trying to take from my identity from yep. from my experiences right yep. so i will always be trying to evolve and grow because that's what you need to do as a person as a musician as an artist you know yeah, so to again to <laughs> to not go off on a full on rant um, <laughs> collaborating is basically what this year is going to be about and let that be with musicians let that be with different visual artists uh, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter who it is exactly give me one sec oh I'm in the middle of something sorry um, let the, sorry that was my brother again uh, my other brother uh, <laughs> um, yeah um, yeah, so let that be with artists, let that be with locations. It doesn't matter, but it will always be a collaborative effort with the yeah, atmosphere yeah. I'm in. So that's kind of what this year is going to be about. It's, it's actually pretty interesting because I had two of my last questions, but I'm, def- I'm, I'm completely going to change them uh, for the sake of time and actually ask um, about collaborations. And I know I'm a big advocate of that. I push the agenda so much. I think I've asked it in more than half of my 
uh, interviews, but you, you just mentioned that um, uh, last year wasn't the case, but this year is definitely the case. It's something you want to pursue. What has brought about that change and what value do you see in collaborations? The value I see is that I'm able to, because last year it was more about trying to grow individually. Yeah, now yes. it's trying to grow with others and learn from how they do things <clears throat> and how I do things with people. You know, it's, it's more about obtaining in, uh, like obtaining as well as returning. Uh, I don't want to sound too cheesy, but like, uh, but, uh, almost like, uh, how do I put this in a way that it's not like too much? Um, <laughs> basically I'm trying to be a sponge this year. And okay. the best way I know to do that is to collaborate with other people because other people have different ideas yeah, and, yeah, true. and they have different ways they look at music. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And I want to be able to grow not individually anymore because I think I am comfortable with myself, you know, yeah. and because I'm comfortable with myself now, I can understand things a little bit easier. I can actually obtain things. So that's mainly why I'm collaborating. The collaborations are for others and myself and to grow yeah, yeah. my community, not just musicians, but with everyone, because I find yeah. people are sometimes boxed in a little too much. And I don't necessarily consider myself a very boxed person. I, uh, if I am a person, I'm outside the box running around, uh, <laughs> as well as running away from it. <laughs> you know what I, mean? uh, I love it. Yeah. So that's, the, but, and I like to push and I like to, I like to be very, um, ambitious. Yeah. And the best way I know to do that is to collaborate with everyone. Like even with my recent song, right? Um, it's called Aria. It's A R I A. Um, that song, it was actually a collaborative effort with an artist, like a visual artist. Uh, the actual painting on that cover art, that was done by a, a local artist from my town, uh, from my, wow. uh, from my, from my city, um, where they, uh, where they actually painted something. And I asked them if I could make something, paint music down on on uh, uh, on the you, you know what i mean like on the canvas of audio Yo, yes. and um and make something based off of that song and they said absolutely mm -hmm. go for it and i said sure so i sent it to them they absolutely loved it and i asked them if i could if i could use their 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 painting with credibility to them and absolutely everything they wanted uh and they said absolutely and so i used that uh -huh. I, I made sure I, uh, I marketed them as well as myself, mm. you know? Um, and this is more, I would say as a networking, but also really as a communal trying to yes. grow with everyone. You see yes. what I'm saying? Because like I said, times now are not exactly, you know, very, uh, group oriented or friend, friendly yes. to no, socialization. Unfortunately, unfortunately. Unfortunately. Yeah. And, the way I know how to do it is be myself and just be as outgoing as I can with others, check in on people and just try to bring togetherness without actually being together all the time. Yeah. So that's kind of why I'm doing the collaborating thing. It's more for myself and others. It's not always for me, you know? So long story short, last year for myself, this year for everyone. 
for everybody. I love that. I love that so much. I, I mean, like I said, I am a big advocate of collaborations and um, just to like emphasize on a point you made, it's just not for yourself and for them and just growing, but to create a sense of like community and dependency on one another. You, I, I think it's like we grow together sort of thing, you know, stop trying to compete and get the biggest piece of the apple or the biggest piece of the pie and just like let everyone have, I love that so much. I love that so much. It's not, it's not, it's not football, you know, it's not, it's not, yeah. it's not football. It, we're not here to compete against each other to win a cup. We're here, mm. you know, we're here more to seek each other out and actually like grow with each other rather than mm. try to win and, you know, score the next goal. And there's so much to learn from one another. Even if you're in different creative spaces, there's just too much to learn. Even different locations, you know, like. Yeah. Look at this. I mean, this entire YouTube thing I'm doing is the point I'm trying to drive that it's very possible, you know. Exactly. No, it's really no, like, yeah, but, and, the, and this is why, I, uh, why I reached out to you. Cause like, I loved what you were doing and Thank I really, so like, yeah, no problem. And I really wanted to like, you know, even if I didn't get an interview with you, I still wanted to kind of celebrate what you were doing because of, of how you do things, you know, you're very, mm-hmm. and you're very punctual with how you do things. Right. And, and I really, appreciate, so yeah, no problem. I, <laughs> I watched a couple of your things before I messaged you and everything. And yeah, no, it, I, I really like how you're delivering things because you're not delivering things in a way, at least from my opinion, that it's like forced or whatever. Okay. It's more of just having a conversation and asking yeah, questions yeah, yeah. to just better better know people and also better yeah. get their perspectives and everything. So yeah. I'm kind of doing what you're wanting, to, what you're doing right now uh, with my music, though. You know what I mean? I'm supporting you. I'm there, man. I'm there for it. I can't wait to hear the album. I can't wait to see you grow. I'm really going to be following you through and through and I can't wait to build a closer relationship with you. Um, I mean, that's it for today in terms of the questions that we have for that. I've learned so much uh, from you actually um, about music and just about life in general and about creativity, which is super cool. I can't wait to uh, release this and let everyone see it.